It's a full leather. As we said, this second cycle, because it was a leap year setup, it's a bit different split of what to learn per day, but today it's quite an extensive amount. Entire letter eight. He quotes a verse. He sows tzedakot, righteousness, and causes yeshuot, deliverance, to sprout forth. So we're trying to explain the use of the word sowing in connection to tzedakah. Why sowing tzedakah? Zorea tzedakot. So the Talmud says Rabbi Eliezer would give a coin to a poor person and only them would daven. For it is written, through tzedek, I will behold your face. Through righteousness, through tzedakah, I will behold your face. Your face, as in the capital U, Hashem. The revelation of godliness that a person receives in their mind and heart during davening is Hashem's tzedakah to that person and comes to them through Hashem's kindness. That's the chesed of Hashem. There is also the gevura of Hashem, which contracts the godly revelation so that it will not become revealed in this world below. How then does a person receive this godly revelation through tefillah if there's also gevura holding it back? So the, the answer is everything depends on the human's effort. A person's service here below arouses a response from a below. From above, so if a person acts with chesed by giving tzedakah, they draw upon uh, themselves the corresponding chesed. Okay, but now here's the question. The appropriate corresponding reward of effect of giving a limited amount of life to another through tzedakah seemingly should be a limited revelation. I'm not giving endless to the person. I'm giving some tzedakah. So how am I getting kindness without limits? I should get limited. Instead, a person receives unlimited revelation of life. Receiving such godly revelation in this world is usually the reward or effect of achieving the highest level of tshuva. So this leaves us with an apparent, you know, something's disproportionate. The practice of giving staka before davening results in a vastly superior revelation than anything else, the only thing comparative to is the higher level of tshuva, which we spoke about in the previous section, the gate of repentance. Now we can resolve the seemingly disproportionate spiritual effect of tzedakah through the analogy that we start with the beginning of planting, planting seeds. The plants and produce that ultimately grow from a seed have no resemblance to the seed itself. A single bitter or tasteless seed can produce large quantities of grain, sweet fruit, and vegetables. Furthermore, the seed itself doesn't produce what grows out of it. It's the power of vegetative growth latent within the earth, which actually causes the plant to sprout forth. When a seed is planted and its produce begins to grow, the seed decays, and its own vegetative power, which has its source in the earth's vegetative power, unites with the much more potent vegetative power of the earth. The seed is the mechanism that manifests and actualizes the latent power within the earth, containing the general life force of all plants and produce. The seeds that are sown serve as the effort below that draws out the earth's power to produce plants that are qualitatively and quantitatively superior to the seeds planted. So this is minimum effort, causing incredible amount of growth because it's accessing the latent power.
Now, just as in the analogy of sowing seed, every act of tzedakah that we do goes up to... So, sorry, just like in the analogy of sowing seed, so too every act of tzedakah goes to a spiritual source, which is the, the level of malchut, the lowest of the sefirot, within the highest of the worlds, atzilut. Sometimes we refer to malchut of atzilut with another name, Knesset Yisrael, the gathering of people. That's the, way, uh, the gathering of Jewish people. That's what Kabbalah calls it. Um, sometimes we refer to it as Shechina, specifically in the Talmud. It is completely united with all of Hashem's other sefirot, the first being Chesed. So when our acts of tzedakah ascend to this level, our little act, they arouse Hashem's actual Chesed, the source of all chesed within this world. Hashem's chesed is infinitely superior to ours. So an intense revelation of his light descends into this world where it lights up our souls during davening. Even though um, it's beyond our ability to grasp, nevertheless, that's the reality. He is able to reveal himself even within us. This is the meaning of the second part of the verse that sowing tzedakah causes deliverance to sprout forth. Deliverance is the illumination of our soul within the darkness of our body, which comes from sowing tzedakah. This is especially so with tzedakah given for the sake of the Holy Land, which corresponds even more directly to Knesset Yisrael, that incredible level above. So basically, small tzedakah, huge returns.